Welcome to the Three Chicks One Cup Podcast. What's up, girls? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Three Chicks One Cup, everybody. I know, right? What's well, good? It's been a rough week. It's been yeah. a rough week, right? It's you know? been. It's been a great week, actually. Not rough, but great for me. It's been busy, but been busy. Um, busy is good. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Went on a little uh, vacation. Got mm-hmm. my little Chris tan together. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm I'm feeling relaxed. Tried to lay off the drinking a little bit. Didn't do too much drinking. Hung out. So the pool was closed. The pool was closed. Man, well, the vacation was relaxing because I was able to see uh some girlfriends, and um, you know, it was cool. But the pool was closed. It rained the last day. I was stuck in the airport. It was like I got caught in a monsoon. It was crazy. Not a monsoon, <laughs> girl. I Wait, hold like, up. Hold up. What did we forget something? Because this is the ill chick was good. Oh my bad. This is Stevie. <laughs> we okay. missing J Dot today, but um, you know, no. our girl gonna be back. She's right. gonna and be back. She's gonna cup. take a little break. Yeah, three no. chicks, one cup. But yeah, so the vacation was good. Happy to be back. Happy to see my girl T. You know. Back to the grind. Back to the grind. Back to the grind. Okay, so we got some new shit. You know, some new shit we add into the roster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, I wanted to ask you, you know what I'm saying? What's your regulars? We got some regulars we about to add to the lineup. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. um, I wanted to know, because, you know, Stevie always hitting us with some books and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and I read, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just what I like to do. I grew mm-hmm. up reading a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my girl be hitting the restaurant. As we see, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean, she hit the restaurants all the time, <laughs> so you know we trying to add a little bit more to the show. You know what I mean. So, Stevie, you got a book or something you want to drop on us? What you're eating right now, uh, or a restaurant, a, or a restaurant? Ah, uh, well, for one, y'all know I'm always into a book. So the book that I'm reading right now, um, it's called How to Do the Work. It's by Dr. Nicole Lapera. I don't know if y'all follow her on IG. She is the holistic psychologist. Ooh. Man, when I say I'm only on the set, I just started it yesterday. Okay. I'm only on the second chapter and it's called The Conscious Self. Um, and this part is really teaching you how to be aware of how you became into the person you are today. Mm. And a lot of times we try to go deep into childhood but she like nah nah baby girl you missing some steps before we even get there let's tap on this but she's teaching us how our brain and like in psychology people don't understand how you are connected mentally and energetically and she does this exercise and I ain't gonna take up too much time on it but she does this exercise in the beginning of the book and I was like after doing the exercise I was like damn we are really fucking connected like what we think becomes how our body responds like if you just say you hungry and you looking at a fucking steak or whatever lobster or whatever and you notice your mouth starts to water off of that like that's connection that you ain't even tasted the motherfucker but your body your brain has already 
triggered your body to do something and that's how we respond a lot of time in relationships like we could really fuck up a good ass relationship based upon how we think because we're not healed emotionally or we're not healed like we have so much trauma and our trauma is triggering I'm sorry I'm going off let no, me really that's fact. <laughs> Let me really back. But yeah, our traumas they triggering how we perceive a, a situation. So we may think somebody is cheating on us, they're cheating on us, they're cheating on us. That is eventually we have fucked up that relationship before it even started because in our mind we're already we already have this thing based upon whatever, whatever. But um yeah, that's the book that I'm reading. I think is dope AF. Um I'm so into it. If you can get the hard copy of the book, I would suggest that. The audible, mm, it's not her speaking. It's like um, the computer, like somebody's okay. reading it. So it's like, and you should go to the mall. Oh. And it's terror. It's really hard to listen to, but okay, yeah, that's what I'm listening to right now. Restaurant, mm, I don't have nothing to recommend in DC right now. I haven't been uh, out lately. Okay, yeah. okay, I haven't so- been. My interest of the week is actually my interest of the month because it's Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm wrapping out up. That's what our episode is currently about. So I don't have an interest of the week particularly. It's just of mm-hmm. the month. So that's what mm-hmm. our discussion is going to be. Um, so, yeah, and it's going to be based off of the rain.org website. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've already sent you a little bit of information on it. Um, mm-hmm. that's, this is a really good website. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever find yourself um, wanting to find out information about it, um, it's an outstanding website, outstanding organization. If you want to volunteer um, and just find out some statistics, some information, mm-hmm. outstanding. And rain.org, I'm assuming it's a nonprofit organization because it's .org. Right. Um, and what is the what is their mission? Well, they strive to put out information and to help with. Um, with people who have been sexually assaulted um, mm-hmm. and abused mm-hmm. and for abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Gotcha. So I have some information. Yes. I have some information. We can link it about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll put the, the link in the um, info, the bio about this episode. So if anyone yes, wants to. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year they're um, what they're going with their hashtag is consent rules, mm. garnering consent prior to um, sexual encounters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> con- con- hashtag consent rules um, and five rules for getting, confirming, and honoring consent. So number one is establishing boundaries, right? So mm-hmm. what do we do to establish boundaries? And that's just period. Like, I mean, especially during the world of, of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, everybody is having distance with one another right so it's more online social engagement mm-hmm. and we even have to establish boundaries on that like mm-hmm. bro people just sliding in your dms and mm-hmm. sending all type of ignorant shit to people saying what you want to say you know you got like keyboard warriors yes that right that is true um and i wonder what do people think and i wonder do men and i would be interested to hear do men receive unsolicited news 
And like, are do they feel women are like? I had a friend tell me like, women in DC are mad aggressive. He was saying like that was the first time a woman offered to buy me a drink. Like a woman tried to pull up on him and buy him a drink here in DC, and I was like, dang. And um, and I wonder, are women just like overtly like trying to force themselves sexually on men? I I've never been that woman. Um, right. But I do remember like. And this is also, people need emotional consent also. Yes. I feel like consent does not necessarily uh, dwell in the land of sex. I think that you can't overly emotion, like, like if someone is telling you, no, I cannot emotionally give this to you, or no, I don't have the capacity to accept you in this. And then they like try, like, I know this girl who she was like this dude was telling her like I do not want to be with you I cannot be with you like he was going through something mentally or whatever like I think he or he had lost his mother or something like that Mm -hmm. and she was just like trying to force this relationship on him like yo you gonna talk to me you gonna talk to me you don't understand that that is emotional abuse and a lot of times us as women, we feel like we're the only ones that need consent. Men also need consent. Like you cannot just force yourself emotionally on someone and not understand what they may be going through mentally or whatever. But yes, hashtag consent, motherfuckers. Like, right, because people need time to, I mean, even when you're going through something with someone and people need time to process things, mm-hmm. you can't always push your time frame on someone else. Mm-hmm. They need time to process their feelings, you know, their emotions. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, give me my time to process things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you can't just say, mm-hmm. well, no, I want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. So you do want to talk about it, but also <laughs> I need my space. Mm-hmm. And my time to process it. Now, do you need, uh, you know, your whole two weeks? That's that's unfair because that also can be emotional, right? Um, abuse because responsibility and yeah. irresponsible, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's a difficult time right now. Um, people are going through things, and people handle things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and domestic I do, I totally violence. agree. Yeah, domestic yeah. violence is at an all time high. People are right. out here being emotionally raped. I think like. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. But that's um that's what the the organization you tagged, that's what it stands for, rape abuse incest national mm-hmm. network. Mm. Yes. 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 Crazy. Yes. I was watching because I mean, that's still happening. Yes. I mean, you know, I can't say that. I'm, I'm, no, really I mean, I'm a little alone. No, it is. It 100% yeah, yeah. is happening. And um I was watching the uh Aretha Franklin story. And oh, I haven't watched it. Her first son is by her daddy. I'm, oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, she was mm-hmm. 12. She was 12 years old. And I know that's acceptable in the South because my grandmother was 12 when she had her first child. Mm-hmm. And to see these babies having babies, but your father? That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's a little mm-hmm. too deep for my blood right now. But we're going to get off into it. Right. So, um, have you ever been solicited? Like, had... <clears throat> um. Like a dick pic sent to you and you didn't want it? Yes. Have, yes. You, have you ever sent nudes that no one asked you for? No, you know, I don't send nudes. Mm. I'm afraid to send nudes though. I and that's that's where we that's where the double standard comes in, right? Like we feel like as women, we can send nudes to whoever wants them or to whoever we want to send them to. But the mm. moment a man sends us a dick pic. 
it's like, oh, he's violated me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I went on a date with this dude. I didn't like him when I met him because he lied and said he didn't smoke cigarettes, but it was ashes all over his fucking car. <laughs> but um, this dude I went out on a date with, we had, we like, first off, I love morning dates, even though I'm not a morning person. But if somebody t- called me and like, let's go out, meet me here at 930, I'm low-key pressed this shit. Like, mm-hmm. take me out. So he took me on. I didn't tell him this, but he was like, I want to see you. Let's, uh, we went to a farmer's market um, in Silver Spring. That's cute. It was super cute. So it was a good time. And he was extremely smart. He was an accountant. Um, and after the farmer's market we went and grabbed brunch and then we like it was a, a long fucking day of dates right oh i remember you telling me about that okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. and then this nigga he likes i i was trying to get out of the date so by one o'clock i was like nigga i'm done i've been with you since nine like i got another move <laughs> so right i was like um he was like trying to get me to do something else. So he's like, uh, why don't you, or when I left, I was like, I got to go home and do whatever, whatever. And he's like, um, let me text you. No, he didn't say, let me text you anything. When I got home, there was just like this big ass dick on my phone. And I'm like, first off, had I known, <laughs> I probably would have stayed a little longer on the date. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know, homie had a little leg in his pants. I would have been there a little longer. No, but um, I never talked to him after that again because I'm like, what made, what did I do to invite this? And, right. And I don't, now, so that's the thing. Do we feel like as women, we are sending the wrong signals to men to invite that type of behavior? Or do you feel like no matter what we do, consent is needed? I feel like consent is needed no matter what. Gotcha. So, okay. So for the five um, consent things, go to the website, Rain, right? Because we're kind of segueing off and we're oh, going to talk sorry. about it. No, 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 no. It's fine because I like that question that you just asked, right? Is consent needed, right? So a little background. When I was younger, I was molested, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a twin sister. She was, she was not. So she's fine. But that leads me to say that and you're also fine as too. A, you power through oh, this. <laughs> thank you. Yes. I'm gonna power through this conversation. So as an as an adult, I was also sexually assaulted, right? Mm-hmm. And so last year I was with my twin sister and we were out and it was four of us. Mm-hmm. And we were out to dinner. It was fine. And so we were leaving and this man grabbed my arm and I know he was trying to talk to me and I was like like you know and he grabbed me mm-hmm. and tried to like snatch me up and I like went the fuck off on him and and mom I'm just like what the fuck is it about me nothing what is it about me nothing that, um that is written on me that makes the motherfucker try me like mm-hmm. what the fuck mm-hmm. like is it something about me do I have something written on me that Mm-mm. says try me motherfucker mm and that's the key for people who have been sexually assaulted to understand yeah. that it has nothing to do with you. Like, right. I remember in college, um, the, the I'm not going to say the name of the fraternity, but they would go around biting girls on the butt and like picking us up and doing all of this stuff and barking at us and just being crazy. And we thought that was okay. 
That's not okay. That is sexual assault. You can really, mm-hmm. like, had we been white, they would have been locked up. You know what right. I mean? But um, I I realized, we used to think it was cute, right? But then, right. until something actually happened, right? Until somebody uh, did something, whatever, out the way. I'm not even about to bring that story up. It wasn't with right. me. But um, then, it was, like, taken a little more serious on campus. Mm-hmm. But essentially men take us giggling and laughing as consent and now that brings me because it, thinking about that story and a lot of people who are sexually assaulted it's not necessarily by a stranger do you think you can be sexually abused in a relationship yes mm. these are but these are the things where it's like you take these things and you don't know because mm-hmm. if I don't share it with you, mm-hmm. my history of things, it's not like I, I have to. I don't have to tell you shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to tell someone because I'm in, I'm in college that, mm-hmm. you know, I have to have a sign on me. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This has happened to me. I'm mm-hmm. not a victim. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm a survivor of these things. So that doesn't mean that you get to just, while I'm walking past, pick me up and grab me and bite me on my ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable. And behavior I think it goes back to um men feeling like they don't have to ask for permission I think we're just now entering a culture to where women's consent is respected people men did not care if you wanted to have sex with them and I've I mean I'm not to get too deep off into things because I'm not I've had non-consensual sex, if you want to call it, whatever, multiple times. And I think that sometimes as women, we're afraid to speak up, to say no, because the repercussions could possibly be even worse. But it's like, men don't, and then you can see a woman's face that she's not into this, that she didn't tell you yes, but yet you're still going to do it. Men do not care. I feel like, oh, I'm not saying all men, not all men, but I think we are just- Hell no, not all men. Right. We are just now entering a space in our culture, in black culture, to where men feel like they have to respect um, whether we say yes or no. Right. And I, and I would beg to differ on black culture. It's all, it goes across all boundaries. Believe you me, because I've been in the military. It's all cultures. They're all, yeah, all men. Okay? Well, I only do um, black culture. I'm, I okay, don't yeah. have much experience yeah. with anything yeah, in my community. Yeah, I have experience with all. And oh, oh uh, no, no. What, it's just because I'm a, what do they call you? What's your United Nations. United Nations. United Nations. No, Girl, and it's not just because down. of that. It's because I was in the military and yeah. because of my um, training and I was a sexual assault victim advocate. Mm-hmm. Um and I did training on it. And I will always tell like my junior sailors, like at this point, like you need to have permission from these women. Like not, you know, I would even, you know, like joke with them, like get a permission slip because like sometimes you guys are both drinking and things can just go elevate too far. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you're both drinking, is there a consent? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a question. I'm not saying yes or no. I'm not here to judge. 
because I'm not. You know what I mean? Because at that point in time, once you, you take these classes, what well, shit, have I done something wrong to someone at that point? Mm-hmm. That's a question you need to ask yourself, especially when you sit down and you take these classes. Mm-hmm. Have I had sex with someone and did they give me consent? Mm. And I'm going to leave that, you know, I'm going to leave that where it is. So do you, you know think I mean? women need consent from men? Or do you yes. think it's the man yes. who is, because so a lot of people think, well, if his D got hard, it, you know that's not true mm-hmm. that's not true because you can walk past the man and grace his dick and his dick gets hard and he's married with his wife and he loves his wife and doesn't want to cheat on his wife but for him to that stick doesn't his mean penis he wants to have... in you means no because you can grab him and give him a blowjob his dick got hard men get raped no no no, no. Men, I, 100 their dick gets hard i think men get raped so, but i would really i'm just curious to hear this i i mean it's not funny whatsoever and, no, and, not at all. And I understand men get raped. I am yes. just from a perspective of is well, no, because I feel like I've been in that situation to where I went along with it because I was afraid to say no. And right. As, yes. At, and you know, this is at t- my early twenties, uh, but now as an adult, I look back like that shit was raped. Like for right. me to have said no, said no, said no, someone aggressively force your pants off and you're like, no, 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 no. And you see shit getting rough and for a nigga to push your face down into the couch like, bitch, just shut the fuck up. You like, okay, I'm gonna shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. I wonder, is that the same for many? Like, is it like she's aggressively coming on to you, aggressively coming on to you? Now she's sucking your dick mad aggressively and you like, no, 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 no. Because I think we look at men as the um, aggressor and we look at men as the initiator when it comes to sex. Um, so I guess I'm trying to, I don't know. I guess it would be the same thing. It's no difference. It's, yeah, it's the it's exact no same different. thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's more so that men are just like, okay, mm, I don't want to be seen as, you know, weak. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fuck her. So, yeah. And it's just, it's more coercion. Yeah. They're coerced into. And a lot of times, let me not say that. Let me not speak on a lot of times. I think that coercion is happens. And if you're coerced into having sex, like, okay, you know, hmm, hmm, hmm. And no might not have been said, but, you know, you keep kissing, you keep kissing. But, you know, no, I don't, you know, it's the... It's the coercion part. Yeah. If you're coerced into having sex, that could be considered sexual um, assault. Gotcha. Um, yes. So if you want the statistics, I do have the statistics um, on sexual assault. How often does sexual assault occur in the United States? Um, let's see. With general public, 433,648 Americans, 12 and older, were sexually assaulted or raped. Mm. And then 18,900 experienced unwanted sexual contact in the military wow yeah every 73 seconds another american is sexually assaulted Mm. Mm -hmm. wow about three percent of american men or one in 33 have experienced an attempted or completed rape in their lifetime wow yeah so yes it's i think that you know men just don't report because of the stigma of them being sexually assaulted mm-hmm. especially if 
it is male on male, which is very sad. And that's why whenever we speak about like, um, if would I deal with some a male who's ever been um, raped? No, with another man or something, because mm-hmm. I would never want that to be because that's the asterisk right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because technically they've been with another, but I would never want someone to feel like so would you to feel that would you um and this is I'm asking for a complete transparency mm-hmm. would you be apprehensive about dating a man who's been raped by another man being that I was sexually assaulted and molested by a, a man I just feel like that's your innocence taken away from you you can't control that mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would never judge somebody that was molested, their innocence taken away from them, and as an adult sexually assaulted by someone. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing There's nothing you can do. There's mm-hmm. You can't take anything from that. So I would never judge somebody in that predicament, yeah. ever. Yeah. I, I worked with, some, with a man that was raped by another man. And he was heterosexual. Yeah. I dated that, a man who was raped by that? another man. Um, yeah. We dated very briefly, but to hear his story because and it happened to him as a as a kid um but what he said is in turn he did it to someone else oh wow! yeah because he didn't know he thought like you know this this Mm -hmm. person is playing with my penis and it's getting Mm -hmm. hard i'll play with his penis and right he realized that's not okay and so in his mind he was so conflicted because as he grew older and learned more about sexuality he was told that was gay so he was Mm -hmm. like developing into this man with this thing like but i like women but they said this means you're gay so he was like people anytime something came on about somebody being gay he would get like like he had to overly prove his masculinity until mm-hmm. he got old enough to understand i'm not gay and he checked mm-hmm. the nigga who was molesting him like i remember mm-hmm. what you did to me and in the person he did it too he went and told them i did this to you because uncle such and such used to do that to me and i'm sorry mm-hmm. and like that was him regaining his masculinity his freedom his truth all of this stuff and for a man to do that you really have to be doing some inner soul working because we have so many of our black men who have been molested or just so many of our men who have been molested and they are afraid to speak about it and so typically when i see men who are hyper masculine and hypersexual mm-hmm. I, in my mind, I assume, or I can kind of try to pinpoint it to some sort of sexual assault. Or those are just cues. I'm not saying everybody, but those are cues of men who've been sexually assaulted and they will never speak about it. They will take that to their grave. And it's unfortunate yes. because that could be a blockage in their the way they parent, the way they um, securely attach to other people or unsecurely attach to other people. Um, but the residual effects of sexual assault can be so long-term and never-ending um, when we don't talk about it. Yes, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, the gentleman who I worked with, he was an adult, and um, it was very sad mm-hmm. um, and unfortunate, but he worked through it, you know, and he was very heterosexual. Yeah, um, and this one, this guy said yeah, love, so he was real heterosexual. Well, yeah, I'm oh. just saying, talking about when he when it happened to him, he was an, he was an adult, oh. you know. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He was an adult when this happened to him. Wow. So, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's yes. Tough. Yes. So, you know, these things are happening to adult men and it's rough mm-hmm. to see them go through well, it's rough for um, people adult women period. adult yeah, men i think yeah. it's just more common men. for women to be raped um than men but yeah it, it's tough mm-hmm. um it is hmm okay but it's um rain r-a-i-n-n dot org website mm-hmm. if you would like some more information on it or you would like to um volunteer but yes so that's the portion that we're going to talk about on that (laughs) (laughs) yes um so i wanted to know if you had some info on the pressed to be oppressed this week because i got something go ahead let's hear yours what's your press okay so the press to be oppressed this week i'm gonna put the gop you know what i'm saying down in georgia you know they're pressed to be oppressed you know they out here with these and texas Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who else we adding to the list that want to be pressed to be oppressed because they mad because, you know, we got the fucking Senate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got some Democrats. You know, these motherfuckers and these rules they trying to put in place, these laws that they right. passed. I don't think Texas passed theirs yet. No, just Georgia. In the pipeline. Yeah, yeah just Georgia passed theirs. Uh, the governor, mm-hmm. his punk ass. You can't even give people water. Yeah, you know I mean, right. uh, Mitch McConnell, bitch McConnell. Yeah, you know <laughs> I'm saying, bitch McConnell. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, bitch McConnell. You know what I'm saying? Add him to the press to be oppressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, uh, I can. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave it there. Mm. Trying to keep my trying to keep my JLB <laughs> right there. That is funny. I like that the press to be oppressed. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. who I think you is press to, to be oppressed. The fucking Kardashians. <laughs> Ooh, yes, speak on it. Come on, girl. to be oppressed. God damn. Kim Car- I mean, uh, Khloe Kardashian come posting. First off, sis got her whole body done. Like, she has her abs, her butt, her nose, her cheeks. She's a... God, she's completely turned into a fucking transformer. And now she wants to... Yes! Now she wants to post this whole thing about loving her body and self-love and how she's gone through so much sis you still going through it you have you know what somebody had posted on facebook instagram i don't know on social media the other day talking about i seen another rock booty walking down the street and y'all know i am pro plastic surgery and i am pro bbl because it's on the way i know i've been saying it's on the way for about a year and a half now but this body will get done but i feel like i'm low-key starting to be okay without it because these booties is about to get played out real quick and y'all gonna be looking for the natural sisters and here come medium wide flat booty judy walking down the street and y'all, i feel like niggas is about to love this ride they are going to love to get on this ride they're already loving you, you. Shit, what do you mean oh, I'm 
so grateful. Right. So what the I'm fuck? So right. Like, I get right. no slack about my lack. <laughs> right. But uh, Shit, they already love girl, it. Here. They do. They love it here. But um, anyway, um, yeah, Khloe Kardashian is just so pressed to be oppressed. She's just, oh, you know, you gotta love your body. No, you need to love your body. You've completely morphed into a whole new bitch instead of uh getting comfortable with the skin that you're in. And this is what people need to understand. I know we have this obsession with fat asses, small ways, big titties, this over-sexualization of women. And women do the same thing to men, bolo. Like, women over-sexualized the size of men's penises and their abs and arms and back and stuff like that. But I, it's just like, how do we come to understand that everyone is different? There is no prototype for the human race, for the black woman, or she too, her, her butt too flat to be black. Black girls got this. Black girls, her lips too flat to thin to be black. There is no one type of black woman we're not monolith we're, we're not we are definitely uh a race baby. yes we are light we are dark we're medium we're short we're tall we're skinny we're fat we're br- and it's just like who gets to pick and choose to say this one looks good but this one doesn't look good and this is something that i'm now learning after 33 years of life and it's like i need to understand that i may not have well I ain't even gonna lie. A bitch body be banging sometimes. <laughs> like, okay. But it's, it's banging to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. Free- That's all that matters. I freely go out and what the fuck I want. And I have friends who are like, who look amazing and be like, oh no, I can't show my shoulder. The fuck, bitch? You better show that fucking shoulder and be happy with that damn shoulder. You gonna, like, I don't know. I'm ranting. But. What are we talking about again? <laughs> the press to be the oppressed. The press to be oppressed. Chloe, Chloe Kardashian. Fucking Kardashian. She gets the award this week. Um, she's just doing the absolute most. She's preaching self love out her mouth, but she's showing self hate through her actions, through her constant bitch looking at your pictures from five years ago, and you're nowhere near that person. This is what you're teaching our seven year old girl or seventh graders, eighth graders who are looking up to you, and you know eighth grade seven. Seventh grade girls have the highest suicide rate. They are killing themselves left and right because they are growing up in a world that we will never know. We will never no, understand no. the peer pressure to pressure. Like um, when I was in Florida, I saw this girl. She was had to be 12, not even 12, 11 with a full set stiletto nails, like the long nails, lashes. And it's like the parents no. are giving it to the kids. And even though I let my daughter, she's four, playing like press-ons and stuff, but she doesn't leave the house and that stuff. She plays in little makeup. But it's like these girls are being exposed to so much and have this uh, desire to be quote-unquote beautiful so early and it's killing our kids but it's also the parents their message because the parents are still struggling with this self-hate for loving themselves yeah so now they're oh you fat girl you look stupid girl you like you know what i'm saying they're pressing that on and my mother she never well learning that i was pretty even though the world told me that all the time like that's the first thing people will tell me they they're not like oh you are so smart it's you are really pretty I hear that all day every day but I at home I felt terrible I felt like I was always overweight I always was 
just didn't have my shit together. But I think in that's why you have some women who the world may not be think what may not think is beautiful, but their confidence are fucking through the roof. And those are the women mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to be friends with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are the friends I fucking yeah. need. I need bitches who yeah. is full. Sign me up with uh Lizzo. Like, right. I want to be her friend. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, though. Yeah. But that's it. Go ahead. Okay. So we got our fuck it list or fucking with it. And, you know, I mean, I guess that's what I'm fucking with is bitches whose confidence is like way the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not fucking with the the low life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. nah. I'm just saying, like, the black girl magic, bro. That's always going to be on mm-hmm. my list. I'm fucking with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I ain't going to say the N word, but, mm-hmm. you know, the motherfuckers out here trying to shit on black women, never fucking with Yeah. Them. I'm tired of that shit. And you know what? I realized that is such a turn on for me with men, like a man who is pro black woman, a man who is pro women, like a feminist, like, I don't, I I hate to use the word feminist, but a man who is just like pro female, pro woman, like advocating for us. Oh my God. I absolutely love it. And I love a confident, but it takes a confident ass man to be that. A confident brother. Sure. And I feel like um you I feel like I always talk about the same person, but last uh summer I dated this guy and I felt like his confidence was through the roof. And it really like made me so much more like and he would joke like, had you met me before quarantine, you never would have pulled up on me. Probably Ooh. wouldn't have. But I'm so glad that I was given the opportunity to meet this type of person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Now that back in these streets dating, it's really shown me uh, what type of man I do like. Like that confidence has to be there because I fuck with it. I 100% fuck with it. Like he ain't the nigga who pulling up in front of the club in the the Rolls Royce, but he gets like, just, I don't know. It's just the confidence, the swag is, it's completely different. And I don't know just to see black men who understand their worth and not so bogged out by what every other black man is doing or every other man is doing but just like Mm -hmm. I'm here with you like I'm 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 gonna show you who I am here with you like none of that I know you used to date this type of dude but you with me now enjoy this ride and I I love that I absolutely love that I can't stand an insecure man whether you're insecure about the way you look whether you're insecure about your finances whether you're insecure about your education like I can't do it I cannot do an insecure man but that also goes for women as well that is true I don't like to be around insecure Mm -mm. women or I don't like to be around insecure people but there's a caveat Mm -hmm. right because if I meet someone and I can feel they're a little bit insecure, it depends on what they're insecure mm-hmm. about. Like, because I mean, some people go through their insecure phases, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, if you're a little insecure about your looks or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, your hair about mm-hmm. that, that, that mm-hmm. face. But if you're just an insecure person, mm-hmm. I can't be rocking with you because now you just, you messy. Mm-hmm. Most insecure people are just mm-hmm. messy. They just come off real. Mm-hmm. They starting to point out little shit on other people mm-hmm. you know what I'm i used to be that girl i, I talked about yeah, that uh, last episode in our girl power episode which is coming out oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah i talked yeah. about that 
I, I used to be a very insecure woman. I didn't know how to give women their flowers. I didn't know how to, mm-hmm. even with men, I didn't know how to give them their flowers. And it's like, how could I have ever, and that's so deep. At 33, I think about the relationships that I have. And there's only one that I could say was an actual relationship. Like, I mean, how could I have actually loved anybody, friends, family, boyfriends, if I didn't even, I didn't know how to see past the surface. So it's like, oh, his shoes is busted. I can't talk to him. Or I would never hang. I remember I told my one of my homegirls, who's a really good friend of mine. She said, I told her, uh, if you're going to hang out with me, you got to get your nails done. Like, I can't be hanging out with nobody without saying nails done. <laughs> but it's like, damn, I would say shit. I was a very shallow person because I was so broken on the inside because I didn't know how who I, the fuck I really was or how to right. be beautiful without the hair, the makeup, the nice cars, the, the look designer. I didn't know how to be those things. So as I'm learning mm-hmm. those now, it's important for me to make sure the people around me obtain that same kind of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have grown some because I remember one episode we recorded. You were like, um, "Yeah, oh boy, he was driving Maserati. He was like, it wasn't even. It was the basic model." I was just like, "Wow, <laughs> my nigga, just talk to niggas Maserati the basic." <laughs> Yo, go back and listen yes, to that. I was just like, "I will." But you know what? I, it's it's consciousness. So those thoughts and stuff still come up, but it's about identifying them as they come. And I did a meditation yesterday and it was exactly on that. You have to come back to yourself and come back to the center when those thoughts come. Because we can't control our thoughts. Well, we can control them in a sense. And the more that I practice to do it, because even with the person that I was telling you about who I used to date, there was so many things that I used to like nitpick. But then I was like, none of that shit matters. This nigga matters. It's gross. Putting all the butterflies in my stomach over the little shit. Like, why not highlight that opposed to the negative? You know what I mean? And I, it, yeah. it's conscious. It's a daily practice to re, un- no, not re unlearn. It's unlearning bad behavior, but yeah. poor behavior. It's yeah. gross. It's gross. It's yeah. fucking gross. It's I think it's growing out here. I just want y'all to know, yeah. I am not the same hoe I was two years ago. I am growing. Okay. I'm snipping. I'm cutting. I'm watering. I'm like this garden is coming together, girl. Right. That's right. And we only fuck on people that's pouring top up. Yes. Right? That's Stop what we do. Top, you're not drinking out of my cup and not pouring back into it. Like, that's right. Because it's three chicks, one three cup. Three chicks, one cup. Cups getting poured into it. Right. <laughs> I hear it. Now this was good. All right. Yeah, so three checks, one cup. No refills, no bitch. No refills. Bye. No refills, bitch. <laughs>